And now, from Norwich, it's the quiz of the week. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. I believe I've just read out the wrong introduction. Please allow me to try again. And now, listening from your very own personal smartphone device, computer or tablet, it's time for the UK's greatest radio show. It's provocative, it's dangerous and it's very entertaining. So, buckle up and prepare yourselves for the very voice of reason because it's time for the James Whale Radio Show. Well, thank you very much indeed. That was, uh, who was that, Rob? Uh, Andy Swan. Andy? And you didn't, did you? No, Swan. Yeah, no, he didn't. Swan. He didn't swear. Swan. Oh, Swan? Hmm. Or did you say Swarm? Not Swarm, Swan. Not Swarm, okay, Swan, yeah. Well, Andy, very good, thank you very much indeed. And if you would like to uh, introduce the James Whale Radio Show... Uh, podcast, radio show, podcast, blog, podcast, radio show, radio show, blog, podcast, whatever. Uh, whatever the trendy people um, call it, then uh, get in touch. And you can get in touch very easily by just uh, dropping us a little email to jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Yep. So simple. Very so simple. simple. Very simple. Um, now, listen, I need to talk to you about some technical stuff before we go any further, because some of the young people who um, are involved on my uh, talk radio show, you know about that, don't you? Talk radio show. Remind me again. Talk radio at uh, talk radio Monday to Thursday evenings, seven o'clock until ten. So that's why you're unavailable. Yeah. Um, some of the young people who put this show together uh, say that they wanted me to start with them a WhatsApp group. <laughs> right. To which I said, well, wh wh why would I want to... Oh, so we could discuss what's going to go in the programme during the day. I said, well, that's what I've got a producer for, isn't it? And he can either text me or even, you know, I know it's a bit old-fashioned, but he could phone me and we could have a chat about it. And they looked at me blankly. Yeah. Well, we'd all like to be involved. We'd all like to get in touch. We'd like to have... I said, when, when, when exactly have you all got time to do this? I have to put it in writing when I want to phone you. Yeah, exactly. What is this WhatsApp? What is the benefit of that? Uh, it's like texting, but yeah, with well, I can text. everybody involved in the same texting thread. So if I want to text uh, them all together... Yeah. I, I use a WhatsApp. Yes. Well, why would I want to do that? <laughs> no, exactly. No, one no. of the great things about being in the media is the politics of it, talking about one person behind the other person's back. That is true, yes. Yeah. You know, so why would I want ridiculous people? They're still working with you. They may not be for much longer, actually, uh, uh, because, um, I, uh, you, you know, they all take it very seriously, don't they? So there might be some positions going then. 
Yeah, but not for you, because you're too busy and far too expensive. Uh, yeah. I have to pay you in jelly tots. That's true. That is true. You know, I can, I can pay them with a promise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do they have a cash yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they don't, I've, I've not explained what the promise might be yet, so they're okay. uh, forever hopeful. But listen, uh, if you were going into the world of, uh, of equestrian events or something like that, and you wanted to work with horses then the thing is that you pay to go and get work experience. What? Yeah, you, you, you know, if you want to get work experience working with horses or working in stables and stuff like that, as far as I understand it, uh, and some other occupations where you would really like to get in, then you pay to go and work there. That sounds like a really good idea. Well, I'm thinking it is too, and then, uh, you know, I just have to mention that to them and then they go away. Not surprised, to be fair. No, no, I think it's a very good idea. In fact, talk radio at the moment are advertising. You might have seen it online uh, with a bit of me in there. The the, the, the wireless group are advertising uh, the Radio Academy, where you can go and learn, come and work with us and learn about the business. But it might cost you a, a few bob. Well, no, I don't think, I, I. you know, I don't know how they do it, but um, I, I was thinking we could start our own, couldn't we? The James Whale Academy of Excellence. Yeah. You know, what do you pay now to go to university? Nine grand something a term, is it? Or Yeah, we'll, we'll do it for um, 8,000. Oh, five? Yeah. Oh, OK. Five. I'm saying eight. Oh, eight? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's even better. Yes, do it for eight, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, back to uh, what we can discuss. I suppose the story of the moment is the terrorist attack in London, and I'm not really sure what else... Uh, we can say about that. I think everybody has spoken about it. I've certainly done um, it on talk radio the day that it happened. I was on live. Um, and, uh, it, you know, there is no doubt that we have been warned that this was going to happen. So it doesn't really come as a surprise to anyone, does it? Um, sad and tragic as it is. Uh the fact that we've got unarmed police officers guarding Parliament, I think, will probably change. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer, by the way, is to somebody who decides that they're going to get a car and run it into people in the street. I'm not really sure how, even though the person who did this was known to the police um, from years ago as having radical views. Um, if somebody's expressed those sort of views at once in their life, should they be continually watched or maybe you know this is a british citizen a subject um you can't deport somebody who's got views like that and you can't i suppose in a free democracy lock everybody up that you don't agree with so i don't know what the answer is no i wish they would stop saying that there was four people killed i wish you'd say it was only three so I don't think the there were three people killed and the perpetrator um, was, uh, in fact, there may well, by the time people listen to this, sadly, uh, other people may have, have passed um, because some people were critically injured. True. A number of people have life-changing in injuries that means that they will never live life the same way that they did. So there were, up, I think, upwards of 27 people injured by this. Um, obviously, you have to be mentally ill to do this, don't you? Mm, definitely. Um, one one journalist was uh, debating whether it should be called a terrorist attack until it was known if it was. And I, I, I actually spoke to this person. I, I, I couldn't understand their logic. I said, 
What are you talking about? It's a, it is an attack on innocent people and it is causing terror. Therefore, it is a terrorist attack. Do you mean, is it related to other terrorist attacks that have been going on around the world or what, what, or is it a new, uh, form of terror? What are you talking about? And the bloke just looked at me blankly. Well, we don't know who did it. I said, you know, it's a, an attack that is causing terror. Therefore, it is a terrorist attack. Some people are so... But what you can do about it, I have no idea. I mean, you know, I spoke to Ken Livingston at some great length, who I'm sure everybody's familiar with Ken's views. Uh, and Ken said, well, you know, when when we have been involved in our foreign policy of involving ourselves in so many other countries' affairs... We shouldn't be surprised that we've made so many enemies. British people born in Britain, lived in Britain, uh, presumably all their lives. I don't, you know, something has to get into the psyche to make somebody want to just mow down innocent people, whether in London, whether in France, where Germany, wherever it is. So I don't know, is it worth getting into the psyche of, uh, of these people? I suppose it, it, unless we do, we're not going to really know how we can combat it. And um, and, and uh, I, I think it's just very depressing. I think it's a very sad state of affairs in which we live, where in the 21st century we still cannot find a way, and none of the great minds and none of the great religions, a lot of the great religions still find excuses for the way we behave, uh, incidentally. Um have found a have found a, a solution to this. We still want to go out and kill each other when we don't agree about things, whether it's political, whether it's territorial, religiously, whatever. We still go out and we can't find a way uh, of dealing with differences other, eventually, than than slaughtering the person we disagree with. Doesn't say much for mankind, does it, really? Nope, not at all. But anyway, moving on from, I, I, you know, it's, a, it's difficult when this has just happened, I suppose, to talk about other stuff because it sounds slightly facile, but we must move on. Um, and, uh, and, and just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's also fairly banal to say, let's stay safe and hope it doesn't happen again and everything, because, you know, full well, it will happen again. Um, and until, actually, we change the way we behave as, as human beings... Um, it'll always happen. Well, Because one person does something terrible to you, then you find a way of doing something even more terrible back to them. Sadly, that's the truth, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, anybody has any suggestions, of course, you can um, you pick up the phone. Uh, or, well, you can't. You can phone my talk radio show Monday to Thursday, uh, but you could email this one, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Check out our website as well. You can get in touch via Facebook and Twitter, all sorts of ways to get in touch. Um, should we do Wales Mail? Yeah, why not? Yes. Um, because uh, the, these letters, of course, came in before this tragedy happened, uh, which we're recording this the day after the terrorist attack on London. So let's start with this. Uh, right, Ewan says, James, uh, were you on holiday in Tenerife recently? If not, then I can inform you that you have a true doppelganger. Uh, excuse the inquiry, if not, and accept my apologies. Ewan, uh, I have never been to Tenerife, uh, Ewan, and I wish I had been to Tenerife. I quite like, I think I like the idea of sitting somewhere warm, dipping my toe in the sea from time to time. Trouble is, a bald guy with a moustache and beard... And, um, and and possibly wearing sunglasses. 
There are quite a lot of them around, aren't there? <laughs> well, yeah, if you're going to describe yourself as just that, then, yeah, quite a lot. Well, you, you know, that, that, that's what, what people see. And so, yes, there are. I mean, every week we get photographs sent of, of people saying, hey, look, here's another James Whale. Have you got an official one? An official what? Doppelganger? Yeah. No, I'll tell you what I quite like. What about a James Whale tribute act? Tough act. Yeah, I know, but, you know, because we could then we could we could handle that and make some money out of it. Okay, so we need to put on a talent show then. What, a talent show to find? The next James Whale. Well, that's a good idea. What, yes. Yeah, or uh, Whale Meet Again. <laughs> that could be the... I mean, I don't know, what, what, because they the tribute acts always have strange names slightly linked, don't they? Whale Meet you know, Again. I'm, I'm bootleg Beatles and so on and so forth. Whale Meet Again, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anybody got any ideas? That's it. Yeah, let's have a let's have a let's have a competition to find a new James Whale, and then when I don't want to do stuff, somebody else could go and do it for me. I'm thinking of a chat show called Whale Meet Again. Yeah, well, we could do that. Yeah, Whale Meet Again, interviewing people I haven't seen for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's concentrate on this. I mean, I think I think a tribute a tribute act. Why shouldn't I? A queen have a tribute act and. Um, uh, the Stones have tribute acts. Everybody has a... I had, I had um, uh, oh, God, what was it? Um, Purple something or other. Purple Zeppelin. Yeah. Who are a tribute act to uh, Deep Purple and Led Zeppelin rolled into one, <laughs> um, which is quite clever. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, th I think we should have uh, a tribute act to James Well. So if anybody, if anybody wants to sort of get in touch, send us an email or something, that would be great. Yeah, send us your audition tapes or MP3s. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> now, um, oh, another. let's have another letter. Here we go. This is slightly more serious. Uh, Lisa Bates, Glover Walker, um, and she says, Hello, James, just a short message to say uh, that I think of you often. I was diagnosed with a 10-centimetre tumour in my kidney last year, and as uh, you know and can imagine, it was extremely distressing and I was very frightened at the time. As I researched, I found your story and found it very positive and inspiring. I was due my operation on the 4th of August, and I found out you were going into the Big Brother house, and I watched before my operation and after. I even watched on the day I had my op to remove my kidney, and I would really like to say a very big thank you as you helped me enormously. If I ever get down and worry about it returning, I think of you and hope like you I will live a normal life. Uh, Lisa, um, all my love, and I'm sure you will. And the one thing that I have found that, that you, don't, you don't actually uh, stop thinking about it, um, but I hope you stop worrying about it and being frightened about it, but it is something that will always live with you, lives with me. Um, and uh, you just have to make it part of your life. But I wish you uh, wish you well and hope this is going to be a great year for you, Lisa. Thank you very much. And that's probably a very good time to have a piece of music, isn't it? It is, yes. And we have a bit of music today. And of course, if you would like to, um, if you would like to have uh, your music played on this program, all you've got to do is uh, send. Uh, well, Rob will tell you. Yep, yeah. email me, Rob, at jameswellradio at gmail.com. Include your MP3, permission to play. If it's good, we'll play it. If it's bad, we still will play it. <laughs> well, if it's absolutely horrendous, we might play it twice. Um, this is Tom Ryder, and here we go again.
seen He's got it all worked out His dating days are done Oh no, here we go again She came in with a crowd Wearing their weekend pants Oh no, here we go again He only got one look But she brushed past all it took Here we go again And oh no He wanted to make a stand And oh no Now she spoiled his single plans Just makes the cheese at eight out of ten Here we go again Acting tribal Philosophy's taken out the lab Bible He tries to say it doesn't matter too much But at a place he keeps a spare toothbrush He swears it's not official But he's got a tattoo of her initials It's far too late to seek repentance When they're finishing off each other's sentence Turn into mornings and oh no Slowly the truth is dawning A single plan to come undone She was the girl, she's now the one There's no reason for him to pretend Here we go again Here we go again He's got it all worked out. So there we are, Tom Ryder. Here we go again. Quite, quite like that. Hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I quite, I quite like that. Um, right, what else are we uh, going to talk about? Theresa May. Um, I did put on Facebook a couple of days ago, um, should she call a, an early general election? Uh, and that seems to have fizzled out, really. It doesn't look like she's going to. It looks like uh, Article 50 will be triggered when you're listening to this. You, We may even have already triggered Article 50 and be heading uh, down the separation route of Brexit. But I did put it out on uh, Facebook. And so some of your responses to whether sh- uh, Theresa May uh, should call an early general election, seeing that the uh, Scots, of course, want to have a uh, another referendum about whether they stay as part of the United Kingdom. Simon Elkin said, not much point. I'm no Conservative fan, uh, but she's done a better job than Cameron ever did. And who else could we vote for? Not Corbyn. Uh, Peter Dick says, interesting question. The truth is that the party 
is still running the nation. Mrs May has simply been chosen by the elected party to lead them. So there is no need for an election. No, absolutely not. Um, but with us leaving, uh, of having voted, or a slight majority, I should say, having voted to leave the European Union and now Scotland wanting to have their say because they disagree and various other people thinking, hang on, we didn't know this was going to happen. We didn't know, you know, where was that 350 million quid a week for the um, national health? That's not come about. We're now hearing that uh, aeroplanes and and those people who operate airlines are going to have to actually move their bases to part of Europe that is within the European Union if they wish to continue with the same deals that they've had flying out of Britain into other European countries. I don't know whether you've heard that, but um, that seems to be a bit of a, a problem as well. Uh, so, with that in mind, when we know more about the terms we are likely to get from leaving the European Union, would that be a good time for the British people to have their say and have an election? Because when we had the last election... Um, we didn't know. No. And yes, to go back, you know, it isn't Theresa May. Um, she is the uh, she she's the prime minister. But when we go out and vote in our elections in this country, we don't vote for a personality. We vote for a party. I mean, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people do vote for the person who leads the party, don't they? Uh, Darren Weston says, no, she has enough to do getting us away from the corrupt EU. Well, you see, close mind like that, Darren, and uh, and I suppose that's why we're in the trouble we're in. Uh, Michael Penny says, uh, there is no better solution, and like her or not, I kind of feel she's in this to get what needs to be done done whether anybody likes her or not she's my mp and while i'm not a tory supporter i've always been incredibly impressed by the effort she actually puts into making things happen even if they're against what she personally believes in um that's a good point very well said michelle um dylan granddad win jones says uh, she should to get a clear mandate from the people but then they would ignore it and continue down the self-serving jingoistic path that has led us to this lamentable position in history where the UK turns its back on the rest of its neighbours in Europe. Uh, sorry, was that you sneezing? No. All right, I thought I heard you sneeze. Uh, Josh Holzman says, um, if she wants to win the next election, she should. And I say that as a JC supporter, I'm not Jeremy Corbyn, not the other one, uh, 2020 could JC's year be when the cuts become evident? Hmm, interesting. Uh, Dino Fletcher, who cares? Dino, it's people like you that uh, cause democracy not to really work, my friend. Uh, John Barker says, no, we don't vote for the Prime Minister, we vote for the party, which is what we've already discussed. The Brexit process and politicians would focus on that and not other important issues like the economy and the NHS. Uh, and John Napper says, yes, we need a government that has the country's interests at heart, not their own personal careers. Uh, Kay Fulwell says, no, she's doing OK. She is trying to correct Cameron's mistakes. Give her time. And uh, one more, Alan Bell. He says, the vile hag should just disappear and take her gang of cretins with her. Alan, can't you think of anything a little more intelligent to say or being a pillock? 
You quite like being a pillock, do you, Alan Bell, I suppose? Okay, well, there we are. There's always one, isn't there? Uh, You're listening to the James Whale Radio Show blog, which is broadcast on many and varied radio stations around the world. And, of course, you can pick it up on our website. You can pick it up on uh, Audio Boom. You can pick it up on... Well, where can you pick it up? Um, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. So we're... Uh, and I always think when, when radio show hosts do that, you know, they say, you're listening to us on Double Double FM or whatever it is, uh, and you say, well, people probably know that because that's how they're listening. Wobble Wobble FM. Well, I was going to say zero zero point zero zero, but just so I didn't give any radio station a kind of plug they might not have wanted. So there is a Wobble Wobble FM somewhere. Is there? I don't know. Oh, okay. There's bound to be. I don't know. Wobble Wobble. Well, I didn't say Wobble Wobble. I said double O double O or something, didn't I? I thought it was WW. Oh, was it? WWHALE. I always wanted a station called WHALE, broadcasting on FM. You're not going to get an FM licence anymore. No, they're all going, aren't they? Yes, they've all been converted. DAB is the only way forward. Um, right, do you want to do a bit of tech talk at this time? Or what, uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, I can do a little bit of tech talk. Why? Have you only got a little bit to do? Oh, I, I, if there's, uh, let's get these out of the way. Apple have uh, launched a few things. Uh, Red... Get them, hang on, yeah. get them out of the way. Is that any way to do this programme? Get them out of the way. Well, I know you're a busy man. I just want to, you know... Oh, dear, dear, dear. You're not getting enough time on the programme. Is that your problem? Well, I, I prefer less, but, you know... Yeah, I'm sure you do. I don't know. You're, you're just lazy so-and-so, aren't you? That is true. I, yeah. I won't deny that. I'm quite happy being lazy. Are you? Okay. It All seems right. to suit me. Uh, it suits you? Yeah. Being lazy? Yeah, yeah. I've noticed. Uh, I noticed just looking at you on the camera, uh, because we're in different parts of the country, let alone different different rooms, it looks like you haven't really shaved to do the show. Well, no, I, I mean, what's the point? Well, I think there's a lot of point. I think the way you dress to do the show says an awful lot about you. Yeah, but who am I trying to impress? Well, why should I have to look at you in that state for a start? Well, I cover me flap. Yeah, well, I suppose there is something to be grateful for. Anyway, let's get on with tech talk until um, you undo your flap. Hang on. Yeah, okay. Right. Oh, that was horrible. Right. Uh, Apple, new iPhone 7, coloured red coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a charity phone. So if you see a red iPhone 7, somebody's donated to charity. Hmm. Uh, they're launching a new Snapchat-style app, video app, and a new iPad. So that's Apple out of the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, why, why, why are we... Are you falling out of love with Apple now? I've, I'm still on the iPhone 6, the original one. Mm. I'm not upgrading anymore. I've decided they're all the same. Well, I'm... Be, I, you know, funnily enough, I'm getting... Slightly, people are taking the piss out of me slightly because I'm on the uh, 5. 5S. Give yourself some credit. Oh, is it 5S? Okay, right. Um, and I did upgrade Mrs. W's phone, which is slightly pointless because all she ever does is accept calls from me. <laughs> well, and her boyfriend. <laughs> uh, it's not, that's not me. No. No, I didn't say it was. I, I that's haven't... a very guilty, very guilty-sounding voice you've got there, but still never mind. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know. Is it worth... I was thinking of getting the, the bigger one, so that people wouldn't think I was, you know, um, technically phobic. You're just trying to fit in. Don't do that. Why not? Well, you'd just be one of the crowd then, wouldn't you? Well, that's a good point. No, that is a very good point. Yeah, I would, wouldn't I? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Stick, yeah. stick with your iPhone 5. You'd be fine. Yeah, S. S, yes. Yeah. The S is yeah. important. Yeah. I mean, if I got if I got the 7, would that make it much different or not? Um, you wouldn't be able to plug your headphones into it. You'd have to buy an adapter. Well, I don't have headphones anyway. Well, then, yeah, you can get the 7. You can get the red What one. about the 6? The 6 is fine. I think the 6 is the ideal phone. I don't think there's any point. Is it? No. Okay. I mean, are they going to get bigger? No, they seem... The big thing, I think, is a fad. Yeah. I, I, you see, I think the 5 size is fine, but the, the the slightly bigger one, the 6 or the 7, just a little bit easier to use, isn't it? The standard 6 is the ideal size. Yeah. But if it's all right for you and you know all about this stuff, it'd be all right for me, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Very difficult. Very difficult always. So the big thing that I've been playing with this week is I finally got my hands... I beg you, but do you think we should talk about that? <laughs> all right, the little thing that I've been playing with all week... Not even sure we should talk about that, but still, never mind, go on. All right. The thing that I've been playing with all week... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's risky as well. Um, the Oculus Rift. It's a VR headset. It's the one made by Facebook. The, proper the what? One. The Oculus Rift. The Oculus Rift. It sounds like some sort of character out of a sci-fi movie. Oculus Rift. I know it was you. You will not get away from me, Oculus Rift. I will hunt you down to the ends of the universe. You ever thought about Sorry. doing voiceovers for cartoons? Hmm. Yeah, I should. No, I haven't actually. I wouldn't mind doing that. It'd be quite fun. James, you Cosmo. draw the cartoon. I'll do the voiceover. James Cosmo does it. He does. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So you know, he, he knows the yeah. people. Have have a word. Well, it's always been my experience that that uh, other artists don't really like to give you, um, but, but, you know, maybe maybe we should record up a voice for a, a Oculus Rift. Mm. We need to draw this character. I'll, I'll draw a character, and then you can mm. do the voice for it. Okay. All right. right. So Oculus anyway, Rift. It's Oculus a, Rift is not a character. It's a headphone. No, it's a headset. Oh, sorry, it's a headset. It's one of them virtual reality things. You put it on, and you can see in front of you. Um, oh, so you look like a twat. You, you do a little bit, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you do yeah. a bit. Um, I wasn't that impressed. Why? Well, when you first put them on, it's like, wow, this is amazing. And you turn your head around and you move forward and you're walking around in this virtual space and you start playing yeah. a few games. I mean, the one I obviously watched was I played a video clip of the making of Star Wars and I was actually in the crowd of people and I could yeah. turn my head and I could see all the different angles and everything. And it was as if I was there. And then when you take the helmet off, it's like, wow, I actually was transported to another world. But the more you use it, the more you start looking at all the little pixels in the screen and you're thinking, yeah, it doesn't quite look as plush as you expect it to. And then after about 15 minutes, it gets a bit boring and and then it went back in its box. So that's like 800, uh. 800 quid's worth of gear, just like, yeah, doing nothing. You've got far too much money, haven't you? Well, you spent 800 quid on something you don't really want. No, I, I didn't spend any money. Didn't you? No, no. You got it free? No, I was loaned it. Oh, I was going to say, if you got it free, we could flog it and share the money. Yeah, no, I, was, I was thinking they might not ask for it back. Ah, right, OK, we'll keep quiet about it. Just but, don't mention it anymore. But I think now that I've slagged it off a little bit, they might actually ask for it back. <laughs> yeah. Well, why didn't you give it a gushing report and then we could have flogged it? OK. <clears throat> the Oculus Rift, I had a, a go with that earlier this week, and uh, I was very impressed. 
absolutely amazing. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's the future. Yeah. It's it's one of the... And the quality of it and the build quality Brilliant. and the visual Brilliant. images, amazing. Absolutely I've, amazing. I've, I've seen one. They were excellent. Mm. Fabulous. And the Fabulous. little Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, we'll use that and, and dump the other bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the other bit out, yeah. Yeah, good. Um, anyway, uh, moving swiftly on, um, we don't have much time left, really, do we? Um, we've got a little bit of time. I can talk about films. Oh, you've not been to the movies again. I go every week. Yeah, well, you didn't. You didn't open your flat while you were there, did you? No, no, I didn't open the flat. I went to IMAX. I like going to IMAX. Yeah, you. I'd love to know how much you spend a year on going to, and then you watch them at home on the telly as well. Yeah, I, I tend to watch films. A couple of good films, I tend to watch a few times. Hmm. But I saw Beauty and the Beast this weekend. The new. Oh uh, right, yeah. The live action Disney version of hmm. the classic cartoon. And uh, although it was um, very nice and uh, entertaining and all the rest of it, I did... There was very bit- nice. That's damning, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there Anything there was- that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> There were on. bits in it that I, I, I got very bored. Very Mostly the singing. Oh, it's a musical, is it? Yeah, it's a musical. I mean, not all the singing. I mean, the, the classic song where the teapot sings and all the rest of it. You know, <laughs> oh, that, that was good. But the, I can't remember his name now. Is it Garcon? Is it someone like that? I can't remember now. He, where he's singing in a pub and whatever. I, I, just, yeah. I just like, can you just get this over with? I'm bored. Can you? <laughs> and then towards the end of the film, it was all right. Um, I'd only give it like three out of five. See, I can't see it as a musical. I mean, uh, did you see the... Um... Did you see the, the the TV series Beauty and the Beast, which was quite? It was reasonably menacing. I thought it was great. That's going back a long way. Yes, I did see it. Hmm. Huh. Was it a long way away? All oh, right. It was okay. A long, long, long. It was like in the eighties, wasn't it? Or maybe even... was it? Yeah. Golly. All right. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Huh. And he lived under under Central Park in New York. Yeah, he, he was he was a good looking beast, if I remember rightly. He was actually oh, yeah, quite he a looked a bit like beast. a lion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, funny how time uh, Tempest does Fugit. <laughs> Say that again. Tempest does Fugit. Tempest does Fugit. Time flies. It's Latin. Temp- Tempest Fugit. Fugit. Yeah, Tempest Fugit. Time flies. Time Fugit. No, Tempest Fugit. Tempest Fugit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. It's my one bit of Latin. Achavi. That's it's not my Latin. one bit of Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell oh, you what. Dear. Do you know what microwave is in Welsh? What? Popty ping. Popty ping? Yeah. And you put this in the popty ping <laughs> and it comes out achavi. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! So that was it. Was it Beauty and the Beast? Beauty and the Beast is the film that I saw this uh, yeah. this week. So yeah, so I'll go and see some more films this weekend. I'll keep you posted. Well, I shall look forward to that. I will look forward to that. Yeah, um, and uh, and and I won't be going to see any movies this week myself. Will you not? No. Do you ever go to the movies? I haven't been for ages. I haven't been for ages. I don't like going. I don't like going very much because. Uh, people tend to talk a lot and then they eat stuff while they're watching the movies and then some people's personal hygiene is not as good as it should be. So I haven't been for ages. No, I've got good tips and tricks to get out of that sort of situation. You've got good what? Tips. Oh, tips. I thought you said you've got good tits for a moment. (laughs) I probably have, actually. Uh, They're moobs. (laughs) 
Yeah, movie boobs. Uh, yeah, so if you listen to the show that I did when you um, you were away, because I was, I can't remember what I was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah I was rescuing my uh, conservatory. I, I gave some tips mm. out on how to get good seats in the cinema. Oh, yeah. Mm. Go on, then. What, you want me to give them again? Well, just tell me. Don't, you know, quickly. Okay, um, you know when you go to book your screen... And no, you, the, the, I don't because I don't do it. Like when you go to book your tickets, you have to you have to pick a seat. Before you used to go into the cinema and sit where you liked. Now you have to actually pick a seat. And if you pick a seat, you go in and sit down. Somebody with their five kids can come in and sit next year and ruin the film yeah. for you. So yeah. there are tricks you can do. One of the things you when you go up to the screen to book it, they show you the seating plan. Uh, there are things called house seats, which are the best seats in the house that are reserved for VIPs and for when mistakes happen. And they're always listed in a different colour, and you'll see them usually four seats next to each other. Yeah. When you go and sit in your seat, and then some undesirables sit next to you, and you want to move, but you know that you can't move and sit in any seat because other people might come in and mm. say those are ours. Just go and move to those house seats, and chances are you'll get a better seat. So you have to remember where the house seats are. Trust me, out of all the twelve screens that we have in our local cinema, I know where all the house seats mm. are in every screening, and they're always the same. Well, seats. yeah. You do live in a very small place in the middle of nowhere. Mm. I'm actually surprised that you've got a, one of these uh, uh, um, IMAX cinemas there. Oh, I have to. Oh, God. The... Just bam my knee on the desk. God. I have to travel about 100 miles to go and see IMAX. You have to go 100? Where do you have to go to? Um, Broughton. Yeah, and how long does that take you? Oh, about an hour. Hour and a half. Because there are no motorways, are there? There's the uh, A55. Really? Yeah, Gosh, last time I went to North Wales, it took me so long to get there and even longer to get out. I have been known to buy extra seats around me to stop people sitting next to me on decent films. Have you? Yes. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. What a, what a, I don't know. Uh, last time I went to the cinema, I got myself a, 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 a choc ice and <laughs> bought a couple of tickets. It was about 10 shillings and sixpence, and uh, I can't remember the movie. I think it was, um, what was it called? Was it... Um, uh, Swiss Family Robinson, I think. I've never even heard of that film. Oh right, or was it? Was it Cliff Richard and the Young Ones? Cliff Richard and the Young Ones. Oh yeah, that's a film, isn't it? Yeah. The Young Ones, <laughs> darling, with the young. Yeah, that one. You yeah. Can't, you can't um, get... Anyway, let's do questions for the whale because right. uh, I've, got, I've got to go and clear the garage out for one reason or another. You've got to go and clear the garage, right? Okay, is that a euphemism? Mm. Yeah, we're going to have to stop here because the blokes come to pick up the stuff. Oh, okay, right. right. Okay. Uh, right, well, sorry about that. I had to... Um, I've, I've just gone and, and sent you up boxes uh, of my old videos, which I've cleared out of my garage because I think they're going a bit damp and a bit musty. So can we put them on the website or put a few every now and then? I'll upload them all to YouTube. All of them? There are hundreds. Well, people want to see them. Well, yeah, but they're a bit old-fashioned, some of them. I mean, there is. I think you might find some there of a program called the James Whale Question, uh, and there might even be some um, of uh, Friday Live or one of those programs I did for uh, for Central Television. I don't know what's in there, to be honest with you. There's just hundreds of them. I wonder if. I mean, some of them well, they were just recorded on old, um, old uh, whatever deep. Uh, what were they called? VCR things. VHS. Via, that's it, yeah. And uh, I, in the day when I did the TV show, I just used to record them just to see if they were okay or not. And they're just lots of them on one tape. Well, you've sent me up some. I put some up already, so I, yeah. I'm hoping yeah. to add to the yeah. collection, as it were. And then yeah. we, can, we can have a look back and uh, 
On one of them, and I'm not sure if we put it up, was the first ever television appearance of, um, oh, golly gosh, what's the, the, the guy who, uh, who's, who's quite big now, quite a big name. Um, he's just doing a new TV series with Rob Brydon. Oh, um, Alan Partridge. Yeah. Yeah, but not Alan Partridge was Steve the person. Who, yeah, Steve. this was long before Alan Partridge, the character. But him, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan, that's right. Steve Coogan. Well, he was very young, and uh, it was his first appearance on television. I remember it well. Now you say that. Do you? Yes. Gosh. Well, it should be on one of them somewhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that uh, there's going to be lots of gems then in the box. Yeah. There. Yeah. Right. Maybe we could do a. Maybe we could do a best of. That would be hard. Would it, and then sell it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Selling it's pushing it a, a bit. Just a thought. <laughs> a best of. I, yeah, we could do a best of. I, well, yeah, yeah, why not? Let's right. do a best of. Well, we could. We could make a. Yeah, and I could actually. Well, then, then we could film me intro. You know how clip shows. I've just done one, which comes out in April on Channel Five, called "When Chat Shows Go Horribly Wrong." I watched one the other day um, when yeah. I think it was just when TV shows go horribly wrong, but it wasn't. That's right, same there. company, and yeah. I've, they've done a series called "When Chat Shows Go Horribly Wrong," which I'm one of the, you know, how people sort of pop up on them and talk about things. Yeah. So I'm doing that, um, but why can't we could make our own just with my old shows? Yeah, and you could do a little commentary at the beginning, and then play the yeah. clip, and then the next bit, and then so on. Yeah, about an hour long. Yeah. Because have we got the pilot of the, the James Well radio show television programme somewhere? Because I do, I think it's in one of those tapes somewhere, if it, you haven't seen it that's, yet. That's the one where you took your trousers down and showed your blue boxer shorts, if I remember rightly. No, that wasn't that one. That wasn't that one, was it? Was that not I don't pilot? think so. I don't think that was the pilot, no. Well, it was. I don't know if it ever got shown on televisions, but I'm sure it's on tape somewhere. It's not the one where you went into the sex shop, is it? Don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Do you know? I made hundreds of those programs, and I've just decided that there's no point in leaving them all in the garage anymore. I've boxed them up, and they're coming your way. That's great. I mean, I'll I'll do something with them. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm sure um, I've got some clothes or something that I can flatten with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that many. Um, okay, well, I think we probably could do uh, do questions for the whale now because I feel an uh, 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 I feel an urgent pub call uh, call, not crawl, call. Yeah, uh, Andy Sworn, Sworn, Sworn. Uh, yeah. Did I say Sworn? Andy swears. Yeah, Andy. Andy swears. Um, Who uh, is Andy Sworn? He's always getting in touch. Do we know him? He, he's one of your big super fans. He's he's one of the people that will be watching your best of. Well, is he, Andy? Well, that's it's nice to have a super fan. Maybe we should have a fan club, a super fan club, oh. where you could produce a monthly newsletter called Whale in the World. Yeah, but the problem with doing a fan club is when we get to uh, ordering the badges, we'd have to order them in bulk blocks of 100. And, you know... Oh, yeah, we'd the, never get rid of 100. No, no you're right. So it'd be a waste, really, wouldn't it? It would. You're, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Just let's make one up specially for Andy. I'll make a cardboard one. And yeah, that would be okay. Sellotape, yeah. a, 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 yeah. what, what do you call it, a pin on the back of it. Yeah. yeah. I found that in, in Celebrity Big Brother, when you'd go on uh, at the beginning, you have a little name badge on. Yeah. And I just found the one. Um, I, I might keep it somewhere. I, I, I was going to throw it out. Um, but it's just cardboard with a, a safety pin on the back. 
So it is the right thing to do then. So it's the norm. Yeah. So it- no, no, it's, yeah, it's quite normal. I always think on television, it's amazing what you don't see because um, back in the day, and probably in one of those tapes, I don't know, uh, my house or a couple of different places I had, uh, were featured on Through the Keyhole, and Mrs W got very upset about it. She said, oh, God, we can't have people coming in. I said, well, it, it won't look dirty on, on screen. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, dust doesn't show up well on... Uh... Doesn't show up, no. And, and it's amazing. Places that you think, oh, that looks terrible, look okay. We shouldn't be really be talking about this, really, because if Mrs. W listens back to this, we're basically saying yeah. your house was dusty yeah. and needed a clean back yeah. then. Yeah, well, she's out. She won't. Okay. She won't hear. Um, okay, right, let's get on with the questions. Well, I need Andy to play... Andy Swan, yeah. I what do you to, need to do? I need to play his um, bit thing here now. Well, you should have made that sound seamless, really, shouldn't you? I am not a professional by any means. No, that's true. Oh, hang on, I'm going to move the microphone. Okay, right. I'm comfortable. Let's do it. Okay. So, Robin Day, David Dimbleby, <laughs> don't make me laugh. It's the James Whale question time. Okay, I'm ready. Here right. we go. Questions for the whale. Uh, Peter Jenkins, what has been okay. your favourite car that you've ever owned? Um, the favourite car I have ever owned was a Mercedes G-Wagon. And it was like the Mercedes version, I suppose, of a Range Rover. I think they're still about. Um, and uh, it was just, it was like driving around in a, an armchair. Have you ever thought about buying one just for the sake of buying one spare? Just uh, having you drive and then just take out every now and again, just for the fun of it? What, a G-Wagon? Yeah. Well, I, I think that would do about 10 miles to the gallon, as far as I could remember. And that's when we lived in the wilds of Yorkshire and used to throw bales of hay and straw in the back of it for various animals. Um, I'm not really sure. I, don't know, I quite like one now, if anybody knows where I get a cheap one. A couple of grand. Uh, Steve... Could do it up. <laughs> what, you, you personally do it up? I'll find people. Oh, because I'll say there's another show there, isn't there? Yeah. Whale Does Wheels. Whale Does Wheels, yeah. Whale's Wheels. Whale's That's Wheels. a good one. I yeah. could do ones on, yeah. I do like Mercedes, I must admit. And I've got, I've got, uh, I've got uh, a Mercedes now that is uh, just on 20 years old. Only another five to go and you can drive it around without a tax disc. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, if they don't change the rules and regulations. Oh, they will do, right up to the point when you just about yeah, to... Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Stephen, the old git Addison. Right. Um, why can't the Labour Party wake up and get a proper leader who will take them into government in the next general election? Um, well, you've got to decide which Labour Party you're talking about. The Labour Party proper, those are the people who joined the Labour Party, who believe in the Labour Party principles, uh, think that Jeremy Corbyn is exactly the sort of leader that a socialist political party should have. Um, other people, I suppose, would like to see something along the lines of, uh, of conservative light. Uh, which was run by one Tony Blair. I suppose you have to decide the sort of party you want in opposition. And when that's... I, I could quite, quite frankly, I could see another. Like uh, the Liberal Democrats became uh, a party out of the Liberals. Um, 
I, I could I could see perhaps a, another Labour Party-ish, another sort of socialist party. I don't know. Right? But I don't think Jeremy Corbyn will be going anywhere soon because so many grassroots socialists out there like him. Fair enough. Uh, Matthew Feeney. I'm going to have to edit this, even though it's already been edited why? by the person. Okay, edit what? Well, I'll, I'll read it and then you'll see why. Oh, perhaps if you gave me a copy of the questions, I could read them as well. Come on. Uh, why is George Osborne such a greedy... And then it says... All right, OK, listen, basically, what you want to know is why has George Osborne got so many jobs? Because he can. And much as I think anybody who is a full-time uh, member of Parliament cannot be a full-time uh, editor of a newspaper, he'd taken the job as the uh, London uh, Standards editor. I spoke to Kelvin McKenzie about this the other day, and he said, well, he's a nutcase. He said it's insulting for his constituents, and quite frankly, it's con insulting for the people, the journalists uh, who work on the newspaper. He's not an editor, and he can't be an editor. Why give him the job? Well, because somebody somewhere thinks they're going to get publicity for the London Evening Standard from doing it. And they're absolutely right, because we're talking about it now. And why has George Osborne got so many jobs? Well, because he can. And let's face it, if somebody offered you or me all these jobs at the amount of money he's getting for them, we'd take them too, wouldn't we? I'm too lazy. Yeah, well, you are. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Justin Richardson, two-part question. Uh, James, if you could change one thing about Rob Oldfield, what would it be? And Rob, if you could change one thing about James Whale, what would it be? You go first. All oh, right, OK. Well, if I could change one thing about Rob Oldfield, it would be his fashion sense. If I could change one thing about James Whale is I'd try and make him not fidget so much. Mm. I do fidget a lot when I'm doing the show, don't I? You touch the microphone quite a lot. Yeah, and I do things like that. Yeah. yeah. That's the only complaint I have about you, really. Oh, good, good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Well, that, that just shows that I'm doing this uh, show live from my office in my home and not from a studio. But I could sit very quietly if you want. That's okay. Uh, Maddie Holgate, why do oh, I... Ah, Maddie Holgate. How are you, Maddie? Uh, why do I do stupid things for radio stations and will I ever learn? No. What have you done stupid for a radio station, Maddie, this time? I'd be delighted to know. We should do an interview with her. I did the show... When I was working for the BBC, I did the show from her kitchen one day. Is that the one that you said had a shocking kitchen? Looked like it being put together by a bunch oh, of cowboys. Yeah, you were listening, were you? Yes, yes. Well, I thought it was a bit eighties, really. She got very upset about it. Oh dear. Have you changed the kitchen, Maddie? Eh? Eh? Yeah. Oh, you have. Oh, good. Kevin Walsh. If Iron Maiden can stop people, secondary ticket. Well, flipping heck. Secondary ticket selling. Oh, dear, oh dear, oh dear. Why can't other one thing artists... I like to change about Rob Oldfield is his inability to read. <laughs> If I made and can stop people's secondary ticket selling, that's hard to say. Why can't other artists? Uh, they don't try hard enough, maybe. They don't care. They've got the money. If they've Ooh. already sold it once, they don't care, do they? No. Uh, finally, Tom Poole, your friend and mine. Oh, hi, Tom. Uh, what is uh, the best red wine? I think I need some. Um, I'm very partial to a fruity Merlot or a fruity Shiraz. Um, but then then again, you know, a Rioja can do the job as well. And uh, Malbec is quite nice. Uh, red wine, yes, red wine, red wine. Have we finished now? I, of the pubs just around the corner, I can walk there in five minutes. You've just basically listed every type of red wine, though. Yeah, I know. 
Oh, there are others. We didn't do a Cabernet Sauvignon. Anymore? Oh, uh, uh, Sangiovese. Very nice Italian red wine. Sangiovese. Barolo, a round, rich red wine. A Rolo? Isn't that a chocolate? No, a Barolo. A lovely Italian red wine. That's chocolatey flavoured. Oh, lots of red wines, chocolatey. Oh, you've got me doing it now. Chocolatey flavour, that's why I like it. Um, anyway, listen, uh, with yep. this talk of wine, I'm going to the pub. Well, and I'm going to edit, obviously. Yeah. So stay here yeah, by lot, myself. Lots of that, bit of that, bit of that as well. Edit the whole f- thing up. Um, and uh, thank you very much for tuning this way. Tell your friends, the James Well Radio podcast available right here on any platform you like. You might try it on Audio Boom. Where we get some uh, some advertising, so you could listen to it here without advertising, or listen to it on Audio Boom with advertising. Yeah, listen to it on Audio Boom with advertising. That's better for us. Oh, do we get money for that? Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, of course. Or, or you can donate to keep the podcast going. Uh, go to our website, jameswellradio.co.uk, and enjoy yourself there. Browse around the shop, buy yourself a book or a T-shirt or a cap or something like that. Look at some of the old videos. Have a lovely time. I will, then. Good, good. Right, see you later. I'm going. Bye. Bye-bye. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.